0: hello and welcome to invisible chains i'm your host paulina goldberg and in this episode i will be telling the story of a wealthy british family who took advantage of some of the most vulnerable people in their society this is the case of the connor's family versus the uk let me first introduce you to the connor's family to most people they seemed like a normal british family together they owned a property maintenance business and would be hired to do work all over england and scotland The business was run by middle-aged William Connors. Him and his wife, Mary Connors, had three sons that also took part in the business. The eldest of the three was John Connors, followed by Miles Connors and then James Connors. The four men in the family would travel all over the UK for their work. They would stay at gypsy and traveler sites, which are simply small RV parks. This family business made the Connors quite wealthy. In fact, its success resulted in the family enjoying luxurious vacations quite often and altogether having around 500,000 pounds in the bank. Now, what's the catch? Well, the Connors family and its business was actually a large criminal organization. Just like the business, the operation was run by William Connors and subsequently supported by his three sons. The wife, Mary, was aware of the whole situation, but she took little part in the criminal acts. Now, how was the organization initiated? It was founded on recruiting loyal and hard working employees. As they would travel around the country for work, the men would look for people on the side of the street. These people would often be homeless, alcoholics, mentally ill, and generally those who are ostracized from the rest of society. They approached the men and gave them a job offer, telling them that if they accepted, they would provide them with nice accommodation, food, and a well paying salary. This whole recruitment process may seem benign at first, but what it led to was something much worse, and since the offer was so irresistible, the Connors family had the ability to exploit many vulnerable people. After they were recruited, they immediately started to travel with the family to complete certain jobs. Usually, the employees were quote-unquote assigned to certain members of the family and would end up exclusively working for them the whole time. As the family hoped, They were loyal and hard-working, but this was simply because their accommodation and payment was a lot better than returning to a life on the streets. However, unlike what the new workers were promised, they weren't well paid. Despite them working hours upon hours, often without any days off, most workers were only paid a mere five to ten pounds a day. The others received nothing. Some of the workers received state benefits because of their low income status, but even this was taken away from them by the Connors, who collected the money and kept it for themselves. Likewise, their accommodation wasn't all what was promised either. The Connors had put their workers in a small horse box. For those who don't know what a horse box is, it's a vehicle, somewhat like an RV, that is used to transport horses. Luckily, the horse boxes were refurbished to suit more human needs, but the living space was still abysmal. Each horse box was shared by eight workers. To put this into perspective, it would be as cramped as an overcrowded prison. The place didn't have any heat or running water, leaving the workers freezing in the UK winter. The workers all shared one tap and toilet, which was located outside. Sometimes, these didn't work either. You may think that suffering through inhumane living spaces and unpaid labor is bad enough, but it doesn't stop there. CCTV footage proves that the employees were also severely mistreated and were often subject to physical and verbal abuse. If an employee didn't do their work properly, didn't understand instructions, or were disorderly, the family member in charge of them would beat, slap, or shout at them. They were also told that they weren't allowed to leave the job under any circumstances. If they tried, they would be physically punished by any of the family members. Despite this, some workers tried to escape. While some were successful, others were taken back to the premises where they would face the consequences. It was through this system that some workers stayed and were performing forced labor for as much as 30 years. I'm not sure how they were caught, but in 2012, the Connors family was tried and officially sentenced. You would think that 30 years of criminal activity would land them in jail for a very, very long time, but in this case, the family got very minimal sentences. William Connors received the longest sentence of six and a half years, while Mary Connors only received two. It is important to note here that these merciful sentences are most likely because of the UK legal system. The system uses aggravating and mitigating factors to help the judge determine exactly how long each sentence should be. The use of violence throughout the family was certainly an aggravating factor, However, the mitigating factors outweighed this. Things like a few men who were thankful for the opportunity and the younger age of the sons gave them a very short sentence. Nonetheless, the sentence is completely unfair to the rest of the men the Connors family hired, who have worked for years without being paid. The Connors exploited people's vulnerability time and time again. Countless people share stories like the Connors' employees and are now being used for others' financial gain. By sharing this story, you can help raise awareness on the issue and possibly prevent these cases from happening again. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of Invisible Chains.